Howdy, it's Mike here, and this is a little bit different than the normal intro that we do for the podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking to Talit from His and Her Money all about growing a YouTube course. Uh, but unfortunately, we did this recording while we were in our, my hotel room at FinCon, and we had some problems with the internet and with technology, and you know how it goes. And so we ended up losing the beginning. You know, there's some really great stuff in there, but we lost the beginning section of the interview. So what's going to happen is in a second, I'm going to shut up, and then you're going to hear Bobby intro the podcast instead of me. Um, so that'll be a little bit different. And then he's going to go just rehash some of that intro stuff with talent and he's going to get us kicked off and then we're going to go ahead and merge that with what we have of the original interview which we've got about 40 minutes of fantastic interview content the original recording was about an hour so we've still got 40 hours of the original content with me bobby and talent and you're still going to hear all of that but bobby's going to go ahead and get the beginning stuff that you need to hear about starting a youtube video um, or a youtube channel and how to really get that rolling just that way you guys aren't missing out on any of the content so we apologize for the technical difficulties we hope that you still enjoy the content and you listen all the way through because this really is going to be one of the coolest episodes that we've done we appreciate you for listening and i'm gonna go ahead and hand it off to bobby now catch you all later Hey guys, what's up? This is Bobby Hoyt with Millennial Money Man and Laptop Empires. And uh, today, you actually just heard from Mike. He told you what was going on with the episode that we lost. We lost the beginning part of the uh, the YouTube episode with Talent from His and Her Money. But I've got Talent here with me today. He's going to help me kind of piece this back together, what we talked about in the hotel room. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. Mike is actually in France right now with his wife. So he's uh, he's off. So it's just me today. So we're going to go back through this. And, and this is a really valuable podcast, especially for us at Laptop Empires, because we are trying to get into the YouTube game. And Talit and Ty of hisandhermoney.com, I think, are doing the best job that I've seen in the personal finance world uh, on YouTube. Your, your show is awesome. You guys are awesome in general. So, Talit, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your story? For sure. Hey, guys, I'm Talit, one half of His and Her Money. Our website is hisandhermoney.com. Our motto is we're teaching people how to manage their money, their marriage, and everything in between. We've been at this for about four years. Started with us going through a, uh, a lot of traumatic stuff when, in regards to trying to merge marriage and money. Uh, we started off our marriage with a lie, a lie from me. I was hiding how much debt that I had before I, we got married because I thought that if I told her the truth of my financial situation, that she would run the other way because she was totally debt-free her whole life. She had a finance degree, had paid her way through college, was working for a major financial institution, and I was none of those things. And so I was worried that, man, if I told the truth of the past choices that I had made with my money and the consequences thereof, it would push her away. And um, it came to the point, like shortly before we got married, that I just had to come clean, tell the truth, 
the whole truth. And, you know, that was a very trying time. We weren't sure if we were going to go through with the marriage. She was deeply hurt. And um, through a lot of prayer, we were able to uh, mend the fences and came back together. And we ended up getting debt-free, consumer debt-wise, within the first year of our marriage. Fast forward to today, not only did we pay off all of our consumer debt, but we also have paid off our mortgage as well. So we are 100% debt-free and we use our story, the good parts, the bad parts, the highs, the lows to teach lessons so that everybody else doesn't have to experience some of the things that we did and they can kind of get a hold on their situation much sooner. And just, man, I love your story, by the way. And that must, that had to have been crazy. <laughs> like yeah. I can't even imagine going to my wife with that. Yeah. Um, but obviously it worked out. But just to give some context for the Laptop Empires listeners, you know, you, you two consistently, how many years in a row have you won the People's Choice Award? Uh, we did a three-peat this year. Third one. Yeah, like just everybody loves you because I think you're, you're so authentic and storytelling. A lot of things we talk about on Laptop Empires, you two do an incredible job of those things. And you also, you speak, you did the, the keynote, the first keynote thing, uh, speech at FinCon, which I thought was incredible. But the thing, you know, where this all started and the reason we got hooked up uh, with you two, we actually went to a Topgolf, you know, sponsored event together. And we were talking about Laptop Empires and you've been listening for, for a while. Yep. And, you know, Mike and I were going through this whole thing of like, should he have his own brand? Should he do his own YouTube channel? And you were like, no, don't do any of that. You guys have the brand with Laptop Empires. You need to, you need to produce content on YouTube and just start building that up for Laptop Empires. So we're, you know, that was actually a pretty pivotal moment for Mike and I, because we, we had never really talked about that. But man, you gave us some great guidance, I felt like. But then it was like, okay, well, how do we actually do this? Which is why we did the podcast episode with you in the first place. So right. for people that want to start a YouTube channel, you guys are up to what, 60 something thousand subs on yours? Yeah, uh, headed towards 70. Yeah. I mean, just it's, it's grown like crazy. So for people like us that are starting out that have an idea, have a brand, have things that they want to do, maybe don't even have a brand yet, but want to get on YouTube, like what are your beginner tips? What, what do they need to focus on and how, how do they kind of go through this journey of YouTube? Well, probably number one, that's probably unorthodox. You're not going to hear any financial or YouTube gurus tell you this, man. You don't focus on the numbers going into this. Don't focus on the numbers because you will kill yourself mentally if you do so, we went into it. Literally, we said that if one person watches our YouTube video, we are going to give that one person everything that we have. We are going to do whatever we can to try and change that one person's life. So you have to go into it. I don't know if that sounds cheesy or not, no, but I'm, tell, I'm telling you awesome. the, the truth, our truth, how yeah. we went into it from day one, four years ago. Yeah, that was our model. So go into it with a servant mentality like I have a solution to somebody's problem and I want to help people. Yes, I want to expand my brand. Yes, I want to grow my authority in this field that I'm in. But the number one thing that I want to do is I want to try and help somebody. And so we went into it with that mindset. And then we treated this because this is where we're at now in, in our society is we don't have to wait for Fox to give us a deal. We don't have to do a deal with Netflix anymore. We can create our own show on YouTube, we can control our content and we can control our brand. With that, we also from day one went into it like this was going to be a show, a television show. We were going to not just kind of do this thing, but we were going to, with the limited knowledge that we had, we were going to put our best foot forward and treat this thing like it was a show that they would watch on Netflix, that they would watch on Fox or NBC. And so with that in mind, we didn't want to come off as just a random person 
just kind of doing something on the side. Although we were, we didn't want it to appear that way. And so our name was important because we didn't want to, and this is what I was sharing with you guys, we didn't want the brand to be about our name, our our government names. Right. Because then it's a one-way conversation. It's us talking to them. But when you have a brand like Laptop Empires, for example, I'm an online uh, entrepreneur, so I can identify with the term Laptop Empire. So it doesn't feel like you guys are talking at me. It feels like you guys are creating a community that I can be a part of. Right. right. And so if you name it, you know, Mike Yonda's channel, then it's just, you know, I'm going to Mike Yonda to get some advice, to learn some stuff, but I don't really feel connected. I don't really feel a part of what Mike is doing. And so our goal with his and her money is to create this community that people, couples that are, that are trying to figure out finances, they can see themselves inside the brand. They don't just see Talent and Ty just giving them one-way advice, but this can be a two-way conversation. I can be a part of the journey that they are going on. I can be a part of the community that they are building. So I always encourage for to put some thought into your, your channel name. Treat it like it's a television show because when people feel as though this is something that you are serious about, they take what you're doing on YouTube serious. Does that that. make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Go ahead. Sorry. Keep going. Well, I was just going to say like everything you're saying here is like, you're talking about making an instant connection with people. Yes. And that's, that's, I think when you were talking about not using Mike Yonda or using Bobby Hoyt and using laptop empires for us, like laptop empires is a a stronger brand name. It's going to make that instant connection. So I just, I love that you're talking about that. Yeah. Because you want to build a tribe of people on, on YouTube. You don't want it to be just somebody because we all know that YouTube is a search engine. It's the number two search engine behind Google, which owns YouTube, right? So it makes the search engine part of YouTube is powerful. So you do want to, you know, in advanced tactics, optimize your videos to be found when people are searching for what you're talking about. But you don't want them to just watch that one video. You want them to watch that video and then be intrigued to find out what else you're talking about on YouTube. And you want them to be intrigued to the point of subscribing to your channel so they can be a part of your community. So everything that you're doing, picking a name that resonates, not just for you, but for the people that you are targeting, you also want to treat it like a television show. So this doesn't mean that you go and spend $5,000 on the top equipment that you possibly can. I'm speaking more towards an attitude. I'm speaking more towards a mentality. Like if you go back and look at our first video, it looks like trash. (laughs) You know what I mean? Compared to the last video that came out of ours. Right. But if we never would have made that first video, we never would have made the last video that we just made. So it starts giving it your best with what you have and where you're at and executing. So we did that. We put our best foot forward. We, we went and tried to, we started with a uh, $100 camera. Uh, uh, I forget what it's called. A, a Canon power shot. That's what it's called. Okay. Okay. And then over time, over time, <laughs> we upgraded from there, but we started, <laughs> but you couldn't tell us this is the thing. This is what I mean by mentality. Although I can look back at video number one now and cringe in the moment, you couldn't tell me we weren't doing it big. 
You right. can tell me that we weren't putting our best foot forward because we were, because that was the best that we could do at that time. I'm not a tech guy. I'm not an equipment guy. So I was, I was dependent on YouTube to learn YouTube. I was dependent on YouTube to learn video editing. I was dependent on YouTube to learn how to ask questions and how to bring content, how long your video should be and, and things like that. And I was just, I was just applying stuff as I learned it. We put it into the brand. We, we tried to make the videos better and better, the content better and better. But from day one out the gate, our attitude was this is a television show and we are the television producers and this is going to be the we're going to give it our best shot. So a lot of the upfront stuff is an attitude and a mentality. And then important is building onto this concept of a TV show is, you know, you want to be consistent. You want to have a recognition of an expectation like, OK, Laptop Empires is dropping new episodes every Monday at 9 a.m. Instead of, man, I wonder when the next episode is going to come out. I hope another one comes out soon. You build an expectation by being consistent. People, when people see that you're consistent, then they're, they're more prone to hit that subscribe button. They're more prone to be engaged with the content that you're delivering and sharing it with their friends as well. Cool, man. That's all incredible. Um, I think that actually gets us back to the original interview. So we'll, we'll go ahead and transition back into uh, the hotel interview from FinCon. So I can take it a step further because it's one thing to create the type of name that people can connect with, but you also want to pick a name that kind of alludes to what you're talking about. I was talking to a set of twins and they were asking our opinion on YouTube and they, they deal with real estate investing and that's the core of the content that they wanted to create on YouTube. But their name was something about subject to, and that is a term that only the most avid real estate investors would be familiar with. So somebody that is an aspiring real estate investor, it would have went right over their head. And those are the people that you want to capture. You want to capture people and they see your name and kind of get what your content is about. And initially, somebody's going to be searching for a video. And if you tag it right, you title it right, they're going to come across your video. And they'll watch that one video because you're solving a problem that they were searching for. But you don't want people to just watch a video of yours. You want somebody to become a subscriber of yours mm -hmm. and continue to watch your content. And so, again, they need that buy-in. They need that connection. So think about those things when you're formulating your name. It's important. Don't overlook it. Don't skip it or think of it as a minor thing. When it comes to YouTube, you have to build something that people can connect to. And, and once you do that, though, People on YouTube, they stick with you, man. It's, it is its own world. And you are presenting your message, whatever your message is, into a whole new ecosystem. And you got to play by that ecosystem's rules. So before we get into kind of the next stuff, because you talked about fear earlier. Mm -hmm. And I think this is important because even me, you guys, you guys are talking about being introverted. I'm an extrovert. Mm -hmm. And I can talk all day. I can get on video. But I've noticed podcasts, easy. Live streams, easy. Mm -hmm. But when I sit down to record for mm -hmm. this, I'm like, this is life or death. I have to get it perfect. <laughs> and it's harder. It's a different yeah. level. At least that's how it is in my mind. So even me, who I'm very comfortable on video, and mm -hmm. I've been doing this for years yeah. in live settings, when I go to the pre-recorded to publish, I start to feel that fear. So what do you have any advice for people that are getting started with that to overcome that? Because I think it is, it is not as scary to publish yeah. a blog post as it is to put yourself in front of the camera 
yeah. blemishes and all, you know? Something that you have to, and everybody that's uh, tuned in has to remember is that this is YouTube and people like authentic mm -hmm. content. They don't want you sitting there like a robot and trying to have this polished, scripted mm -hmm. message. They want you to be talking like you all talk here on the podcast, just being real, mm -hmm. being yourself, speaking in your view, in your voice, because people can definitely pick up when it's like you're talking from a teleprompter, even if you're not talking from a teleprompter, but it feels that way. It feels mm -hmm. rehearsed. It feels scripted. You're not going to have the same impact as you would just sitting there talking in your pure voice, blemishes and all, like you mm -hmm. talked about being real and raw, because you're going to, no matter what your lane is, what your subject matter is, there's a tribe of people who are just like you, who get mm -hmm. your personality, your style. And there's going to be plenty of people who don't. And you mm -hmm. want the people that are supposed to be aligned with you, aligned with you. So mm -hmm. if you come and you try to create content that's mass appeal, that is super polished so that everybody can, and you kind of hide your personality, like you don't let it shine through, mm -hmm. you're building a false audience. So you want to be authentic out the gate. If you go back and look at the first video we ever created in 2014, that boy is ugly and hideous. But we <laughs> knew, we knew that in order to get to video 300, we had to do video one. Yep. Yeah. And you know, a lot of stuff can be cleaned up in editing. Like there have been plenty of times where we fumbled over our words and had to pause and, and pick it back up. And you just mm -hmm. edit it, you know, clean it up, jump cuts, blends, whatever you want to do. But you don't want to get psych yourself up to like have all eight minutes perfectly memorized in your in your yeah. brain because you're not allowing yourself to be truly you. And people definitely pick that up when we're talking about YouTube. People are looking mm -hmm. for sound quality information, but they're also looking for realness too. Looking for personality. Absolutely. We always tell we always tell people like you got to go in, you got to fly your freak flag, and when you do that. <laughs> All the weirdos out there that yep. are weird like you are, yep. they're going to find them and be weird together. That's absolutely true. People, you know, we do things that everybody doesn't agree with. We teach on, as far as money advice, that not everybody agrees with. I think you talked about that, too. You you wanted to get to the place to where, you know, you said that when you sometimes, when you, like, tweet something or have an opinion yeah. about a personal finance topic, like they come out like wolves, the people that are opposed. Yeah. So what? You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not talking to them. It's true. And yeah, I mean, you, I'm sure we should probably talk about haters on YouTube. There's probably plenty of haters on YouTube. Facts. Yeah. Oh, I mean, YouTube comments are known for being some of like yeah. the worst haters. But you got to have yeah. the right mentality. You got to have fun with it. You got to come back. It's a couple of things. Number one, there's a little to the right of their comment, there's an X that you can click <laughs> on. <laughs> and yeah, it, it can go into the ether. You know what I mean? You, you can, can, you can block and ban people or you can have fun with it mm -hmm. and make people either challenge them back, make them think a little differently, or you can make them feel small if you like. If they attempted to come and make you feel small, yeah, it's man. YouTube, baby. It's fair game. They're on your channel. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, <laughs> that's probably yeah. a huge fear, though. I, I, I've yes. met a lot of people that are starting YouTube channel. Yes. You know, because for me, just bloggers. Yeah, yes. bloggers, they're afraid of this, too. I mean, you put yourself out there, people are going to come at you. Yes. Like some of the worst things I've ever seen. Well, I got on a Yahoo, Yahoo Finance article one time. And if you go into the comment section of Yahoo Finance or MSN or any of those, it's rough. Yeah. You know, and I just don't. I just tell people don't look at that. But YouTube, I mean, it's right there under your video. Yeah. But I love what you said about it. you can either just delete it, you can use it you know, as fuel. Like, I know, Mike, you'd use this oh. hate fuel. Like, you would be all over it. Coffee and hate fuel, baby. That's how I roll. <laughs> That's what I tell I roll. You can use it to, to, to gather people around you, too. Yeah. It, haters 
when you when that happens, you know, they always say the way you create fans is you support the things they support or you throw stones at their enemies. Mm-hmm. And when somebody when you have somebody that hates on you and you hold your stance, you do what you believe in, the people that share your beliefs, the people that are becoming your audience, that binds them closer to you. You know, we we've had experiences recently where people have said some things to us and our audiences come to our defense and other people that didn't know about us came to us because of that yeah and it wasn't because we did anything special it was because well we put the relationship ahead of time but it was because somebody took a stance opposed to ours and the people that saw this happen went oh we like what their stance so go into this knowing that people are always not going to agree with you now comments are powerful that believe it or not, they're help, helping you because comments, especially in the first 48 hours of your YouTube video going live, tells YouTube to show your video to more people. So you want comments. Yeah. Now, when a person wants to say something disparaging, what we like to do is to kill them with kindness. Hey. So they say something, <laughs> but we're also a little we're also petty with it too. So if they say hey. if they if they say something, you know, crazy like thank you for taking time out of your schedule to watch and comment on a video on our video have a great day yeah. didn't even address what they said so now their comments there and our comments there so now i got two comments yeah. and that's telling you to show this tomorrow right, right you know what i mean like you don't even have to address it you can you can totally make them like wait you told me to have a nice day i'm gonna go take that, <laughs> i'm gonna transcribe that five seconds and print it out just use that copy yep. and paste. Well, that's great. And the thing you got to realize too is like sometimes people just say crazy stuff just because trolls. They, they're trolls. Like I've had people say one, one of the ads that we run for Millennial Money Man. I've had somebody say the only way you were able to start a blog is because you had a rich mom and dad. Like one, no, I didn't. Two, it only cost sixty five dollars or something like that to start a blog. So I don't even know what you're talking about. But like you get that kind of stuff too, where people just say ridiculous things. Mm-hmm. Just like. Just got to take it. You get to the point where you see so many, and I'm sure you've seen so many yes. comments where they just lose their effect on you. It's like, you have to know your mission, and you have to know what you believe in too. Because mm-hmm. there's been times we've had somebody, like somebody the other day, we had a we had a typo, and so saying forty dollar promo code on the podcast oh, says forty percent. This skin this guy's like, are you honor it? He's like, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna honor that. It's like, Clearly, it's well, you're. This is you're obviously an unethical businessman. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh. You want to go there. Mm-hmm. So I wrote an email back and I said, here's the deal. If I give you that discount, I'm giving you the course at a cheaper price than our founding members. And we told hundreds of founding members that we would never give that deal again. It's more unethical to me to violate the trust of the people that supported me at the beginning, supported us at the beginning, right. than one guy that For wanted sure. to save a few bucks because of the time flow. For sure. So you got to know what you need. You got to stand for it. People like that, he, he probably wouldn't have finished the training anyway. Yeah. No, and then probably would have came back and said it didn't work. People and want to refund. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that's how that's how he told himself right there. So. So okay, so we've got that. We talked about fear. We have talked about the brand. Mm-hmm. You've got to create the content. What what are you know we're all we're big about the Pareto principle and that you know, yeah. what mm-hmm. are what are like two or three of the big things after the brand before that fear that you need to focus on to start and grow and take the Consistency. You need to be consistent with your content. We recommend once a week coming out with something once a week, Mm -hmm. because if I, again, if I search for something on YouTube and I found your channel and I watched it, I was like, man, that was pretty good. Let me see what other videos that they have. And I go and I see that the one I just watched came out two days ago, but the video before that came out four months ago, the video before that came out seven months ago. That tells me that you're not serious and there's no reason, there's no reason for me to subscribe to your channel because you're way too random 
and there's other great channels that I can subscribe to that give me content consistently. People will become a part of your tribe here on YouTube if they can trust that you will continue to add value. You might get them on that first video based on keywords and a search, but can you keep them? Will they become a sticky part of your community? And that will only happen if they know that every week on Monday, I can get the Monday morning memo from Mike Yanda, you know what I mean? <laughs> Something like that to help me grow in whatever area I'm trying to grow in. Mm -hmm. So again, treat this like it's your television show. TV shows have a certain time and a certain day that they come out with, that they come out with new episodes every week. Do the same thing with your YouTube channel. Treat it like such. And along those same lines, another important factor and another question that we always get is equipment, equipment, equipment. Equipment is important, but it's not something that should stop you. The three things that are important are video, audio, and lighting. You need all three, but that doesn't mean that you need to spend $1,000 to get all three. You can start with the powerful iPhone camera. That's totally fine. You need to make sure that you have a good light source. I mean, a light kit can cost you, and I can give you guys links to everything one, you know, that, that we personally use. And a light box might be $175, a light kit, a three box light kit, or you can get a ring light for the same price. But you want to make sure that you have a good light source that's facing you, not behind you. And you can use your iPhone to get started. And you need to invest in a microphone, but you can get a microphone off Amazon that plugs into your iPhone just mm -hmm. to get started. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then as you get more accustomed to it, as you get even start to generate some revenue, you can upgrade the equipment. But you need those three things, but you don't need to break the bank to get those three things going. But that yeah. you need all three to make a quality video because even if you have a good camera and bad lighting, you have a bad camera yeah. because the quality is gonna be low. And if you have no microphone and everything sounds echoey, I'm not even gonna make it through that first video. Even if you are answering a question that I, that I am trying to get an answer to, if I turn it on and, and the sound is bouncing all off the wall, I'm, I'm hitting the back button and I'm going to the next video. Yeah, it's true. Cause I've done that a million times. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if honestly, you know, and I think it just, it comes down to, if you're going to invest your time in someone, yeah. you want to make sure that they're investing time in their business. Like there's just, there's like a two-way street that goes with that. Yes. Uh, I mean, all this content creation, it's like, you want to know that somebody is serious about something, if you're going to be serious about them. If they're not taking themselves seriously, how can you take them seriously? For sure. And I mean, this is, this is any business. Like if you were, you're creating content, you know, we did the podcast, but the podcast took us months to get off the ground. Yeah. And it was because we weren't in the place yet to consistently put out the content. We knew is we preach about consistency and we knew that was important. And so we had to get to a place where we said, Hey, we need a runway. Mm -hmm. We need to get backlog of episodes so that way when we stumble in the first two months because we will because we yeah. won't be able to record mm -hmm. for one reason or another mm -hmm. we need to have a backup so that we, we don't miss it and so we don't disappoint our audience whether that's a hundred thousand ten thousand people or five people yeah like it's important and well yeah talent you said you said something yesterday that i thought was really interesting we were talking about doing i think two videos per week yeah and you were like are you gonna be able to do that next year yep and are you gonna be able to do that the year after that yep. so what was your recommendation for what people should do it should absolutely i think that you should start out with one a week because you guys were contemplating doing two a week and i say okay so you're gonna give us 110 videos this year great what about year two what about year three you know what i mean that's 360 videos in three years that's a big ask for you. That's a big ask for you personally to keep up. And when you build up a certain ether, when you build up a certain consistency, that becomes people's expectations of you. 
And so if you fall off and you just gave me one this week, I'm like, yo, Mike, yo, what's, what's, what's going on? Mm -hmm. And you don't want to get that out the gate. You want to give yourself and your audience it also, when you do once a week, you also build enough anticipation. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you came out every Monday, I got to wait seven days to come back. And I'm getting excited, man. I wonder what Mike's going to talk about this week. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I wonder it's I like wonder, I wonder what Bobby's going to talk about this week. It's like watching, you know, there you go. That's actually, you know, people talk about Netflix, but not some great series. Mm -hmm. but the biggest complaint about a Netflix series compared to an HBO is it's not week to week. Oh, it's they drop it. it all at once and you binge it. Mm -hmm. And you don't have that experience of talking at the office. And yeah, talking or social and media. What yeah. What's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. So the consistency, so you're recommending one a week. Yep. That's great. I think consistency matters more than frequency. We talk about that with email, with blogging, with everything. Mm -hmm. But I know for the podcast, you know, the recommendation for podcast is you don't drop one podcast episode and then do one a week. You drop four or five day one yeah. so that they can bend you a little bit. They can see what you're about and get excited to get those initial downloads, those mm -hmm. initial subscribes. Then you get regular frequency is right. it similar for youtube no that's, totally just, that's just the itunes thing that's just okay. a, that like they were they, they won't even put you on there unless you have three podcast episodes right. live somewhere yeah. so that's just something that they created if you don't want to do one a week coming out the gate don't drop four right out the gate drop one every four days or something like that just to just to have this solid so, so again somebody watches that first video they have something else to watch and you, you can even make um a series so how to get started with online business part entitled it part one mm -hmm. and then they'll know hope there's, there's another part coming and then you turn that into a playlist well, later think, on i think it's great too because like when you talk about that you said that last night i was thinking just go back to her a little bit i started doing three posts a week on millennial money man and that was three years ago i own three more businesses than i used to and i'm sitting there going like i can't create that much content anymore so i had to slowly put it back to two you know and i'm we i can have these long conversations about should I go back to one you know but how do you wean the audience off of that like how do you do it so I, I love what you're saying about that because I used to tell people to start with three a week all the time yeah now I'm like I don't know if that's good advice anymore because I'm looking at it I don't I can't create that much content anymore it's yeah. hard. I think it's I think it's good to start with one a week and then you can it's better to add than subtract yeah. Yeah. so sure. we were saying like you know having one a week and then month three month four saying an explainer video hey New feature to the Laptop Empires channel. We're going to now feature on Wednesdays, you know, uh, brainstorming sessions with Bobby. You know what I mean? Just mm -hmm. something as a new feature. So now they have this new thing and it feels like, oh, man, they're upgrading. Like, it's getting even better. You know what I mean? As opposed to, hey, guys, you know, I can't keep up these two, two weeks. We're going to taper it back. I know. I'm sorry, guys. But we're going to go one a week. Like, that feels totally that different. different. That's subtraction. Yeah. I feel like I'm losing something. Mm -hmm. As opposed to gaining something. I wish I had talked about this three years ago. <laughs> no, this is all a learning. This is all a yeah. go back to we have a podcast too. We were doing three or four a week. Right. And yeah. it was me like not recording, editing, doing the pictures, doing the show notes. It was me. Like I wasn't even outsourcing anything yet. Yeah. And I almost died. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And you just we record and then send it off to Magic Fairy Production. Yeah. And I still like two. Yeah. Like, push yes. It. Yes. <laughs> So you want to be realistic with yourself and with mm -hmm. your audience. Yeah, yeah I, I totally agree. A couple other things to consider when you're getting started is the power of the thumbnail. When you search for something, like when you get done listening to this episode, go do a search of whatever you want to learn about. And you'll see on the left, you'll see the title of the videos that come up based on your search, but you'll also see the thumbnail. And you will be naturally drawn to thumbnails that look like they were done well because you feel like that person takes their content serious. 
as opposed to a random steal from your video that YouTube picked to be your thumbnail. So, I mean, just on, I mean, we use Canva. We use a free version yeah. of Canva. And we, at the end of a video, we'll just sit still and smile and then screenshot that, put the title over it, put some branding on it on Canva. And that's our thumbnail. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying like it has to be some crazy production, but it has to look like you care about your content. It needs to look clean. And that's like we always talk about everything you do, you need to have actual quality and you need mm -hmm. to have perceived quality. Oh my gosh. Let's, let's talk most, about that. Most people don't realize <laughs> yes. that. And most people do one or the other. They either put whipped cream on shit, it's yeah. just perceived quality, no substance, yes. or it's great content, but it's not packaged. Yeah. It's not pretty. Yeah. And pretty gets me through the door. Yeah. Look, and it doesn't have to be budget busting stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you go look at a his and her money video, whatever the latest one is when you're listening to this, and you'll see we have an intro and it's a, it's a music plan, it's our logo, and it looks super professional because it was professionally done, but it cost me $20, man. Yeah. <laughs> it cost me $20 on Fiverr, but it, it elevates the feel of my video. When we come on the screen, graphic like comes underneath comes it. With our, that cost me $20. All this stuff was on Fiverr. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And it adds a level of professionalism yeah. for $20. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can elevate your look without, you know, that's the perceived mm -hmm. level of quality. It looks like I paid a whole bunch of money and some team was putting this in. I did that myself. You know what I mean? Right. I outsourced those the bumpers and I inserted it into the video myself. You know what I mean? And just little tweaks like that makes you look like you take this serious. And if you look like you take this serious, you look like somebody I need to be following. And also another small thing, two small things well, when it comes to the channel. It's not a small thing. No, right? it's, no big thing. it's huge. Because it's like, you know, we talk a lot about email marketing, we talk even about blog posts, and mm -hmm. you to read your blog posts, it's all in the headline. Yeah. Right? Like when you talk about emails or blog posts, the headline, everybody reads the headline. Yes. Not everybody reads the, the rest of the article. No. When you get inside of the article, everybody reads subheadlines. Mm -hmm. They don't necessarily read the content. Mm -hmm. And it's the same. Your thumbnail is your headline. It's yep. the thing that gets somebody to take that next step. And you're always selling the next step. Yes. Take 20 minutes to make a nice thumbnail on Canva. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. And another thing, fill out, fill out the information for your channel. So like there's a tab that says about, just like you have an about us page on your blog, you have an about tab on YouTube. Now that it's not going to be the same length. It's going to be like a paragraph, but tell people what the channel is about, what they can expect from you as the content creator on YouTube in this channel. Another thing you want to do is create the trailer for your channel, 30 second recording saying, Hey, welcome to the Laptop Empires YouTube channel. We're glad you're here. At Laptop Empires, we talk about building online brands so that you can have the freedom to live the life of your choice and build a thriving business from the comfort of your home. 30 seconds. Thirty seconds, man. But again, because again, after people see that first video and they start to explore what your channel is about, make it easy for them to figure it out. Give them a reason. And you tell them they're hey, make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode of Laptop Empires. You see the terminology episode, Laptop Empires. Like y'all are for real. Like you don't just say like, but so whenever I do a video, you won't miss out. Right. I said episode, so that that's branding. And Laptop Empire's name is branding. Like, we're serious. Like, this is our channel. This is where you need to be to consume the content to take your online business to the next level. Beautiful. So I think a big thing, and this is the flashy stuff, and I think it's important, is you keep talking about subscribers. Mm -hmm. Like, how do we get somebody 
to click that button, subscribe, and start following you and get all that content and to come back. Because at the end of the day, like you said, you need to capture the audience. You need to give them a reason to come back. And one of the best ways to do that is to give them that reminder to come back because mm-hmm. they're being notified. Yep. So how do we how do we start to grow that audience? How do we start to build that following? Easiest way, and I know it's not very profound, is to tell them. subscribe you get toward the end of your video you say i hope you enjoyed this video and we really want to help you here at laptop empire so don't forget to like this video and subscribe using the button below don't forget to hit the little bell notification so that every time we release a new episode you'll be notified by youtube looking forward to you guys on the next episode for us we take it a step further and we tell them like Tune in next Sunday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time when you will see another episode. You know what I mean? Like we tell them it's coming out next Sunday at 7 p.m. at Central Standard Time. Even if you didn't subscribe, you're going to hear that. No matter how many videos you watch of ours, you're going to hear that at the end. And you're going to get it's going to be embedded in your brain that we come out with a new episode, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Even if you didn't hear us, you didn't make it to the end of that video. Guess what our banner says? The the, the Mm -hmm. horizontal banner for our channel. It has our name, his and her money, and it says, new episode, Sunday night, 7 p.m., Central Standard Time, branding, 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 messaging, messaging, messaging. And you tell people at the end of every video to subscribe. Another way to get subscribers is to call for comments. Like say, hey, ask a question, a call to action at the end. So you just mm-hmm. talked about three, the three habits of successful online entrepreneurs. Hey. What's a habit that you incorporate on a daily basis that has helped you thrive as an online entrepreneur? Comment below. I would love to hear from you. We'll comment back. So they leave a comment and it becomes a thing. So if I just came to your video and you put that video last week and I see all these comments, I might identify with something another commenter said. And I might and leave my own comments. Like right. Yeah. If the more comments you have in your video, it makes you to or it tells you to, hey, this is something that people want to see. And so they'll start to promote your video and you'll start to appear more. So you want to ask for people to subscribe. You want to ask for likes. Likes are part of the algorithm too, the thumbs up and the mm-hmm. thumbs down. When people click that, that also tells you to, hey, people like this video. We should show this video to more people. And then you ask them to comment. And in the comments, you have a chance to, even if somebody did subscribe right there, but they left a comment, you can say, hey, you're, that's that's a, such a good habit. I'm going to incorporate that. Hey, if you didn't already, don't forget to subscribe. You right. get what I'm saying? So again, especially in the beginning. So you're asking for it. You're you're planning for it, even in the, the, the how you close out the video. And then another great way is collabs. In the beginning, we used to collab with people that were similar to us. Mm-hmm. So for you all, it might be a challenge where other you partnered up with other people from or even some people from your community that are jumping on YouTube and you all spend a week with the same title. So uh, starting the online, five things that starting an online business has allowed me to do. And everybody's five is gonna be different, right? But in it, you're gonna be like, hey, I'm part of this collaboration with this channel, this channel, this channel. I linked up their video in the description box below. So then they go watch the other videos and the people that watch that video, they're saying the same thing. Hey, I linked up with Laptop Empires, this video, this video and this video, they're linked up below. And so you guys are cross promoting each other. And if you all have similar audience, or even if you do it with people that you have a relationship with, but they're stronger in YouTube, so they have a bigger mm-hmm. audience, but they trust you and you all have a relationship, mm-hmm. they'll be willing to, to partner with you in that way too. So you're all getting views, you're all getting comments, and you're all across promoting each other. So collaborations, in the, especially when you're just starting out, 
is another way. A third way is for you to go and watch other people's videos that are in a similar vein as you on YouTube. And now when you comment, you're underneath that video with your teddy bear, yeah. right? Your little <laughs> yeah. teddy bear. And so people are like, huh, what's that? They click on you and start to explore that way. So go comment on people who have content similar to what you have content in. And that way, you're, that's another way you're getting your name out into the ecosystem and getting people intrigued to find out more about you. Interesting. I'm curious, you know, the first of those three points mm -hmm. you were talking about, same time, it's, it's an episode of this time every day. Mm -hmm. I know, you know, when we were trying to figure out how we were going to do the podcast, we were basically told like podcasts, you have to release an episode on Monday. Mm -hmm. If you do one episode, it's gotta be on Monday. Mm -hmm. If you do two episodes, it's gotta be Monday and then Wednesday or Monday, Friday, or Monday, Thursday, or whatever it may yeah. be. For YouTube, is there a certain, like if you want to have your frequency, are there certain days of the week? certain times of the day it's better to publish you said you do no, that was just that was, that's what was best for us and it felt like our art because we call it the sunday night sit down mm -hmm. and so we release it at seven because in our mind our audience is mostly couples with small children so we figured that gave them time to eat dinner get the kids settled and they can sit in front of the laptop or on on the cell phone together and watch us for 10 15 minutes at that particular time on a Sunday night as they prepare for the week. It's not like there is, it has to be a Monday or, or a certain time. I think you need to know your audience. What would be a good time for your audience to consume this content? What makes sense in their life, in their schedule, in their makeup? What would make sense for them? And just go for it. There is no right answer when it comes to that, but you do want to consider the audience that you're targeting. Yeah, I love that because that's something that I feel like there are a lot of these like arbitrary rules that mm -hmm. we're all supposed to follow for mm -hmm. how we produce content on different platforms mm -hmm. and everything. But I, I mean, for, for my audience, I've learned that a lot of them read my stuff during lunch in the mm -hmm. cubicle. Mm -hmm. And I used to post everything at 7 a.m., but I've learned that a lot of them want to read it over lunch. Mm -hmm. And so I'll get my emails out at noon or 11, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and I changed out a experiment, but I think, you know, as long as you put that good content yep. you know your audience yep. then you'll be fine yep. as long as you're consistent stay con consistency i i can't over emphasize that enough. you cannot be random and successful on youtube you cannot yeah so in i think kind of the last thing i want to talk about is length mm -hmm. and duration of videos yeah. and we had a big conversation about this and the sweet spot on youtube from what my research was you know 10 to 12 minutes and you came in you said 8 to 12 minutes i mean it's about the same all the same yeah so you know 8 to 12 minutes mm -hmm. is really the sweet spot could you talk on that more and elaborate on that and explain to our audience why? yeah so before when we first started and and just like everything else in online business especially when you get into the social things change yep. algorithms change so when we first started it was like five minutes and below you had to go five minutes and below or else you weren't hitting the algorithm with the same power as other people were. Now it's eight to 12 with 10 or better kind of being the sweet spot. And the reason why that is currently, at least according to the research, is because that allows YouTube time to play two ads. They can play one every five minutes. And if they can get more ads out, they like that. So somewhere in between there. Now we were talking about putting longer content, 30, no, like 40 minutes. Podcasts. Correct. We do that sometimes. We wouldn't recommend that coming out the gate because you are establishing yourself as an authority on YouTube. You're establishing yourself as somebody trustworthy um, that can add value on YouTube. So when I first find you, you can't ask me to commit 30 and 40 minutes to something that you're teaching. You got to give me something that's 10 minutes long that gives me enough time to feel 
that you know what you're talking about. You do that consistently over time, and then you can start to sprinkle in longer form content. So our channel does have longer form content in some of the interviews that we do for our podcast. We got Bobby up there from an interview that we did with him. But the majority of our content is just Ty and I, my wife, doing something that's 10 to 15 minutes long, and people buy into us, the brand, mm -hmm. and then they trust us with this longer form content. So to start, I wouldn't start with long form. I would start with something 10 minutes that you consistently do and then sprinkle in long form content that allows you to do deep dive on topics. Yeah, I think it's important to know the platform because this is really interesting because a lot of people use a Facebook guy mm -hmm. and the recommended video link on Facebook is 45 yep. to 45 to 90 seconds. Mm -hmm with a minute being the sweet spot. Uh -huh. And so you know, this is obviously this is very different because the attention span on Facebook is not. Well, you got to understand <laughs> that when people come into YouTube, they're coming they're to find watch. something. Yeah. On Facebook, I'm randomly scrolling and I stumble upon exactly. a video right. of yours or, or a blog post of yours. When I came to YouTube, I am looking for an answer or I'm looking for entertainment exactly. or I'm looking for something to just relax and chill to. You know what I mean? Yeah. And mm -hmm. so when somebody finds you on YouTube, they found you. They didn't stumble upon you. So if your title is something that I am looking for, I'm going to click it and I'm going to give you a chance to convince me to stay. Yeah. Do you, I, I think we're here, we're good, we can probably wrap, but I feel like a lot, I'm just into this, we're just getting into this. I mean, there, there might be something we totally missed here. So do you have anything, I'm going to let you wrap it in just in case there's any notes in your head that you want to get out. Yeah. You should know. <laughs> yeah, I think the one thing that I, I didn't get a chance to, to speak into is the importance of your titles. Remember that as you're titling your videos, that YouTube is a search engine. So this is not the time to be cute with your title. This is not time to say uh, Ellie episode 001, because nobody is searching for Ellie episode 001. Right. It needs to be a how to find the right hosting right. for your blog. You know what I mean? It's so because that is something that somebody is searching for. So you want to make sure, A, that your title has good keywords in it. And don't forget to put that into your description. Talk about what people will learn and use be keyword friendly in the little description. Again, it's not a blog post. It's a paragraph or something like that in your description. And a good way to pull people from YouTube back to your blog post is to drop a premium in there, a link to if you need more help with learning the difference between the different hosting options. I created a, a checklist for you of things to consider when you're trying to find the right host and just, I linked it up in the, in the description box below, make sure you click that. So have a good keyword searchable title, have a good description that's also has some keywords in it and put a link to get people because you don't want to build a house on property that's not yours. You don't own YouTube. You want to get everybody to email. You want to get people back to, to where you're at. So, yeah always have those options available. That, that's something also I would say to consider while you're getting ready to launch this awesome YouTube channel of yours. Yeah. And one thing I see too, it, I don't know if you see this on YouTube, I, I like rap video reactions. So like I like, <laughs> I like reaction videos, I love watching them, I don't know why, it's one of the things that is great entertainment. But I'll see some people do titles that are completely misleading, mm -hmm. like just- Clickbait. Yeah, yeah, total clickbait, and then I'll click on the video It'll be like MGK destroyed Eminem. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, oh, okay, I want to see what he says. And yeah. then it's nothing about that. Nothing about like, the diss yeah, record. Yeah, I'm so bad. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm never watching these people again. That, that is the answer. Yeah. Now yeah. they will never, I mean, they will never trust you again. If yeah. they ever see your thing, oh, he's a, he's a scammer. I'm not messing with Like, and you have no shot. You have no second chance. Yeah. 
So make sure your title is speaking to what your content is about because man, people badmouth you. Oh yeah. So make sure, again, that goes back to what we talked about at the beginning, being genuine, being authentic. Yeah. You gotta be real. Like whatever your content is about, make that the title, but make it um, a searchable how-to or make sure that it's just keyword friendly. A, a good trick to figure out, we talked about it, mm -hmm. is to go to Google and if you have an idea for a video. Don't even go to Google. Or go YouTube, to YouTube. And type <laughs> it in and you'll see other options that come up and those are the things that people are searching. So make your title and the, and the content in the video close centered around those things. Yeah, 100%. Well, Thank you so much for doing this. Really appreciate it. I my favorite thing about being here on Gear Golf is being constant love because I'm not a personal finance guy. I came here to hang out with Bobby, came here to meet people like you. And my favorite thing has been the stuff being since this isn't my world, mm -hmm. I've learned so much from different people. And I am reinvigorated to go back and to do work and get back into it and stuff. build something. <laughs> Bobby's like, oh God, don't tell Coral. Yeah. She doesn't want to do anything. So but you know, but I'm excited and I'm re-energized. It's because we've gotten to talk to people like you yeah. who've been able to bring value to us and be able to help us make decisions and, yeah. and yeah. figure out our next move and how to grow this brand. And so we appreciate it. We appreciate you sharing your knowledge and you know, just coming here and being real and, and sharing freely with our audience. I know this is gonna be a big hit episode. We really, really Listen, what you hide, what you guys are building here is super important, man. Tell Coral and tell everybody <laughs> to let y'all build this thing, man, because I get inspired by it. I'm a listener. Like, I'm not just saying that because I'm on the show. You can, you can check my iTunes. Like, I'm a <laughs> listener of Laptop Empires, and it has helped me do the work that I'm trying to do. So I know it's helping others. And so you all have a strong brand. You guys got to keep building because you are helping people get free. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, you know, this is the point where I always tell you, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that's on Apple Podcasts or whatever else you use. You know, I'm not going to judge your choices. But what I really want to do this time is I want where can they find you, where they can find all your great content. Sure. And then I will get all that make sure it goes in the show notes. Right. And there's no typos where people are asking you for special discounts. I'll keep it simple, man. <laughs> Everything you want to know about us, videos, podcasts, blog posts, courses, his and her money.com every social media platform our handle is at his and her money we would love to holler at you we talk to everybody we have we comment back to everybody you got questions we got answers just come through his and her money.com all right guys that's it we're gonna wrap it up please go check out his and her money.com we will check you next episode you've been listening to the laptop empires podcast with mike yonda and bobby hoyt for more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. We out.